Thank you for tuning in to Walking by Faith with Dr. Unia Pettis. Let's get into the word. Today's word will come from Matthew, the 14th chapter, and I'll read 22 through 32. Immediately, Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead of him to the other side while he dismissed the crowd. After he had dismissed them, he went up on a mountainside by himself to pray. When evening came, he was there alone, but the boat was already a considerable distance from land, buffeted by the waves because the wind was against it. During the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went out to them, walking on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, Take courage, it is I. Don't be afraid. Verse 28, Lord, if it's you, Peter replied, tell me to come to you on the water. Come, he said. Then Peter got down out of the boat, walked on the water, and came toward Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid, and beginning to sink, cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You a little faith, he said. Why did you doubt? Verse 32. And when they climbed into the boat, the wind died down. Then those who were in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. I want us to focus upon the message today. Jesus walks on water. Jesus walks on water. Let us pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this word. God, we ask that you would fully decrease me so that nothing but you will be heard. God, we thank you for this opportunity to share your word. We ask for forgiveness of our sins, known and unknown, so there'll be no hindrance to this word falling on fertile ground. Prepare the ears of those who will hear this message to enter it into their heart and to not just be hearers, but to be doers of your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Jesus walks on water. Right before uh, this passage, Jesus had just uh, fed 5,000 with two fish and five loaves of bread um, that occurred off the shores of the Sea of Galilee near Bethsaida. Uh, Jesus sent his disciples across the lake Uh, Several hours later, there was a storm that came up, and then that's when they saw him walking on the water. Now, you would think, having been with him through all types of miracles, signs, and wonders, that they would know this is Jesus and not a ghost, as they feared. It would also shock you, I guess, to know that you can have men in a boat afraid to walk out on the water although they just seen a miracle uh, like the feeding of the 5,000 immediately prior, uh, which tells us that people can have a direct experience with God, 
even experience miraculous things and still doubt him, still doubt being in his presence, still doubt that he can make a way out of no way, still doubt that he's a miracle working God. I think that Brother Peter needs to be applauded and not criticized for at least having the courage to say, Lord, is that you? And if it is, he said, come. And Peter got out the boat and started walking on the water. Peter was able to walk on the water as long as he kept his eyes focused on Jesus and not the turbulent seas and the waves. Because as soon as he started to rely on his flesh and to look down, he succumbed to not his spiritual man, but his flesh. And that's when he began to sink. And that's when God said, you of little faith, why did you doubt? Why did you doubt? And that's the message for us today. How many times are we encouraged to believe God, to trust God, to fast and pray, to study his word, to go to church, to fellowship with the saints, to hear the pastor preach, to hear the choir minister, all for us to get in our cars and go back home and doubt God can do anything for us. We have to get out of our own boats in order to walk on the water with God. Meaning, even in turbulent times, you have to trust that God will be the one that will make the seas calm. Your rocky seas might be a job situation. Your rocky seas might be a marriage in turmoil. Your rocky seas might be a child on drugs. Your rocky seas might be you grieving a loved one. Your rocky seas might have more bills and and no money in the bank. Your rocky seas might be your physical health. Your rocky seas might be you being in an abusive situation or you yourself are on some type of addictive substance or alcohol. Again, we all have stormy sea situations in our lives. But the most important thing about realizing that you have to do your part, knowing that God's always going to be there to say, come, Unia, walk out to me. Don't look down. Don't look around. Just keep your eyes on me and I will make sure you won't sink. Uh, How do you know you won't sink? Think about the last time God brought you through the storm. Uh, Think about the last time God healed your child's body. Uh, Think about the last time you thought you were going to get laid off and instead got promoted. Uh, Think about the last time you had uh, no money in the bank and somebody sent you something through Cash App or Zelle or PayPal or somebody said, girl, let me treat you to dinner. Or somebody said, girl, I'm going to pick you up and buy groceries for you your kid. 
think about the last time. I don't know all the stormy sea situations that have been in your life because I don't know exactly what you've been through. But we've all been in Peter situations where we've walked out in faith, asking God to meet us there and asking God to carry us through. I don't know about you, but I've walked through some storms in this life. I've walked through some storms of illness. I walked through some storms of doubt. I walked through some storms where I was worrying more than I was praying. I walked through some storms where I was trusting man more than I trusted God. I walked through some storms where I didn't give it all to God, even though I told him I was casting the care upon him. Yes, you gotta be transparent. You gotta let the Lord know that God, I see you, but you gotta make sure that you don't take your eyes off the prize, that you remember the same God that delivered you before will deliver you again. Get out the boat and just walk on the water. The same God who healed before, just get out the boat and walk on the water. See your miracle on the water. See your future on the water. See God opening up doors and making a way out of no way once you get out the boat and meet him on the water. Because no, he's never going to let you drown. If you're in his will and doing things according to his powers and acting according to the spirit and you have discernment that you know that this is what God told you to do, then you've got to have courage. you got to be not a little girl, but boss up and be the woman of God that you're called to be. You can't be a little boy. you got to walk in this thing and stand up and be the man of valor that you're supposed to be because God is not going to remove the storm. He just wants to know that you're willing to come and meet him halfway. God tells us we don't have to have gigantic faith. He says we just have to have faith the size of a mustard seed and that if we say to the mountain, be thou removed, it shall be removed. But I know for myself, God sometimes has not removed the mountain, but he's given me the strength to either go around it or to climb the mountain. But God has always been with me. I haven't always been with God the way I need to be because I don't have perfect faith. And if you're listening and you're a human being, you don't have perfect faith either. There are times that we wonder, God, when is something going to happen? Because delay does not mean denial. God, when are you going to bring me my spouse? God, when are we going to be able to get past these fertility problems? and have a child. God, when are we going to be able to purchase our first home? God, when are we going to be able to have enough savings to send our children to college? God, when are you going to give me the promotion on this job? God, when are you going to allow me to go back to school? See, we got to get out of comfort zones and realize the seas are always going to be stormy as long as we're here because the devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy 
So we're not going to expect calm seas all the time. You need to be prepared for turbulent times. You need to be prepared for spiritual tornadoes, spiritual hurricanes, spiritual tsunamis. You need to be prepared for forces to burn down, spiritual wildfires. You need to be prepared for lies to be told about you, for people to gossip about you. You need to be prepared in your spirit for your family members to turn on you and for friends to treat you like a frenemy. You need to be prepared, my sister and my brother, to get out of your boat because if we stay in the boat and rely on others, rely on the numbers of us in the boat, thinking, okay, we're all together and scared, but at least we're together. No, we got to have that Peter mindset. Get out the boat. Get out the boat because God is there to meet you. Get out the boat. Let him know that you trust him. Get out the boat. Let him know that you believe in him. Get out the boat. Let him know the God you preach about is the God that you live with, the God that you trust, the God that you don't compromise with. Get out the boat because comfort will never give you what you need. You need to be in situations where you know nothing but God brought you out and nobody but God can hold you in this situation. Nobody but God can give you the mind of peace beyond understanding. Nobody but God can touch your heart. Nobody but God can allow the Holy Spirit to comfort you and to minister to you. Nobody but God is going to reach out and meet us when we're walking on the turbulent seas. God, we thank you for all the times you walked ahead of us and held your hand and said, come daughter, come son. I'm not going to let you drown. I allow the storm to happen. I'm the same one who can stop the storm and say, peace be still. I allow the storm to happen because I wanted you to see how far you've grown in the word. I wanted you to see how now you're feasting on meat and not uh, sucking on a bottle. You're not an early Christian. You got to the point where you can eat some steak and potatoes spiritually. So God has to keep allowing situations, boat situations, seas that are um, at unrest situations, because he's got to make sure at all times that we're prepared for spiritual warfare, that we're prepared to trust in him. We're prepared to trust God even when we can't trace God. We're prepared to walk on water even if we think that's a ghost because God will never, ever, ever leave us. They thought he was a ghost. Peter thought maybe he was a ghost too, but at least he said, Lord, if it be you, he was at least trying to speak to what the ghost could be and think, Lord, if it be you, because he at least had the courage that if something's going to go down, at least I'm going to try to walk on this water and get to the other side. So I thank God for Brother Peter. And I thank God for those who stayed on the boat because they teach us that very few people get out the boat. Most stay in because they'd rather be comfortable and sit in that one place and not grow. Because God allows circumstances and opportunities 
obstacles to happen and crises and trials and tests to happen to strengthen us, to build us up. Our perseverance, our faith, our agility, our ability to pivot, our ability to transform and to grow. Nothing grows staying stagnant. There are going to be some stormy seasons, but in those seasons, you got a raincoat on. In those seasons, you've got galoshes on your feet. In those seasons, you're covered by spiritual umbrellas. Know that God will not leave you out there alone. He is there to walk with you. And when the times get too hard, he carries us so we can only see his footprints in the sand. So today, I want to admonish you to whatever circumstance comes your way on your job, in your home, at school, wherever you are, realize that's just another opportunity for you to trust God and for him to see, are you willing to walk on water? Are you willing to get out of your own way? Are you willing to say, Lord, if that's you, I'm coming. Lord, if that's you, I'm trusting. Lord, if that's you, I'm giving. Lord, if that's you, I'm trusting that you'll pay my bills because I'm doing the tithes and the offering. I'm standing on your word and your promises. God, if that's you, I know that you can heal this cancer. I know that you can bring back a kidney off dialysis. God, I know that you can shrink a brain tumor. God, I know that you can make a paralyzed person walk. God, I know that you can raise someone from the dead and not only raise a person from the dead, you can raise circumstances from the dead. Oh yes, God, you can raise someone's spirit who used to be lethargic to be on fire for Jesus once again. You can raise up anything, God, because you are God. You are Jehovah Rapha, our provider. You're Jehovah Rophi, our healer. God, I thank you that you're Jehovah Shalom who gives us peace. God, I thank you that you are always there and that we are the head and not the tail. We are above and not beneath because of you, God, even in turbulent times when the weather has our boats going back and forth, we can still rest and assured though the enemy come one way, he has to flee seven ways. We can rest assured that Deuteronomy 28 gives us promises after promises of what you will do for us. But we just got to be willing, God, to get out of the boat. We also have to be willing, God, to get out of our own way. Because God, even when we get out the boat and start walking on water, you've got to remind us, whatever you do, don't look down. Don't look down on other people. Don't look down on where you are today. You might not have a car and riding a scooter, but you think Thank God when you get on that scooter or when you get on the metro bus or however you're commuting, you thank God for the car that you already know that he's going to provide one day in his season. You thank God for what you have and he'll give you more. You've got to thank God for your storms. He said in all things, give thanks. Why am I thanking God for a storm? You're thanking God for a storm because he is the meteorologist. He's the one that's 
on charge of all of the weather. He's the one that controls everything. And so before it comes to you, it has to be allowed or sent by him. So you have to understand if God allows it to happen, there's a reason for it. So instead of questioning why, ask God, what do you want me to do in this season? What do you want me to do in this circumstance? What do you want me to do with this crisis? What do you want me to do as a witness? God, what will you have me do? Because I don't want you to walk on the water by yourself. I want to be there getting out my boat, getting out my comfort zone, knowing that I'm going and stretching myself. I'm trusting you more and more. I'm blindly walking into something that looks turbulent, but I'm trusting you, God, because I refuse to look down. I'm keeping my eyes on you because I know you're a miracle worker. I know that you'll make a way out of no way. And I know that you are there for me. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this word. God, we thank you that it's pure in our hearts. God, we thank you that we can give you praise. Hallelujah, Lord. God, we thank you that throughout the storms of life that you are with us, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. We thank you, Lord God, that we're not alone, that we're not to be destitute, that we are to be encouraged, that every tear that we cry, you know it. God, that all the nights that we're stressed and worried and unable to sleep from anxiety. God, we know that you are the only person that can take that away. You are the author and finisher of our faith. God, so we thank you for the tests and the trials. We thank you for the storms. We thank you for all the uh, words that you have that we're able to read and study and apply our faith as we continue to grow our faith. God, we thank you because it is not easy. It's not easy, Jesus, to get out of the boat. But because of you, God, it's not easy, but it's possible. It's not easy, but it's possible that when we get out, We'll see a whole new level of you. We'll have a whole new sense of new faith, a whole new sense of abilities that we can trust you more, God, because the more we stretch our faith, the more we stretch it, God, the more we grow that faith muscle, God, the more close we get to you. And Heavenly Father, that's all we want to do. We want to be close to you. And at the end, when you come back to hear you say, well done. Heavenly Father, we surrender this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to Walking by Faith with Dr. Nia Pettis. Stay tuned for the next podcast sermon real soon. God bless.